And now we are joined by Gary Young. Gary is an author, broadcaster, and award-winning columnist for The Guardian, where he is editor-at-large. He writes a monthly column, Beneath the Radar for the Nation, and has written several books, including Another Day in the Death of America. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. I should also probably say that you've been doing quite a lot of traveling lately. You are here in New York to receive um, the Lifetime Achievement Award by um, the Aronson Awards. So thanks for rising early. I understand that you were traveling yeah. a lot. <laughs> we, really, we really appreciate that. And, you know, we, we know how it is coming uh, across from uh, coming overseas. Uh, it's, it's, it's difficult that... Uh, uh, jet lag is really rough. Well, thank you. I mean, actually, at the at the moment, my jet lag is from LA. I went all the way over, oh, and now I'm coming all the way back. Yeah, wow. but I'm honoured. Um, uh, Very happy to have you. Very happy to. Have you. Let's talk about um, another day in the death of America. Uh, what you do in this book is really gripping. You chronicle ten short lives, and it's framed around one day of gun deaths in the United States. How did you stumble upon the topic itself? What what brought you to this? Well, um, yeah, so the book takes a statistic, which is that on average, every day, seven children and teens are shot dead in America. And then what I do is just take an average, uh, take a random day and find out who these, kids and teens are, because most of them pass without much uh, note, and uh, I spent two years looking for their teachers and preachers and parents and carers and anybody who knew them going through their Facebook pages and Twitter feeds and uh, any public records and so on, and the idea really came from, I was a correspondent here uh, in New York for eight years and in Chicago for four uh, for the Guardian, and there were always two things I could, I struggled to explain, and to be honest, struggled to understand uh, uh, about America as a as a foreigner. The first was healthcare, and the question most of my readers, and actually most Brits, whether they're conservative or not, most people in the Western world outside of America would ask was, why would you not want that mm. when it came to healthcare, mm. and then when it came to guns, the question. Most people outside of America wanted to ask in the Western world was, why would you want that? And um, and so this seemed like a very straightforward way, not of debating the scripture of the gun debate, quote unquote, the kind of uh, getting steeped in interpretations of the Second Amendment and so on. So it's not a book about gun control, but looking at actually what guns do and the degree to which all of us, I think, I have American kids, I have an American wife, I lived here for 12 years, become inured almost to the reality. It's going on every day. And so after a while, if you have the privilege not to live in one of those areas where go to sleep to the crackle of gunfire and actually just keeping your children alive is the basic thing that you were trying to do, alive in our jail, then you um, somehow manage to tune it out. It's the 
45 seconds at the end of the news, the, the kind of dog leg um, in, the, in the local paper, if the child is, is lucky. And so to kind of foreground, look, these, pick a different day, you get a different book, but these are mm. the kids on this random day. Tell us about the, the kid who moved you the most. Well, they all, I mean, they really do all move, um, uh, move you in different ways. I mean, I would say among the most striking, there's Jaden, who's nine. Yes. And who uh, opens the door. That's what he does. He opens the door. There's a knock at the door before he goes to school. He opens the door and his mum's ex-partner shoots him in the head. Mm. And then... A child. Uh, a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. And uh, he then races off uh, the, uh, his mum's ex-partner and the father of Jaden's elder brother, uh, Danny Thornton. He then races off, shoots an ex, another ex-partner in the stomach but doesn't kill her, and then is killed in a, in a shootout. There's Tyler Dunn, who shot dead in a, at a sleepover in rural Michigan. Jaden was in Grove City, Ohio, which was best hometown in Ohio in 2012, um, um, Tyler Dunn in, in uh, rural Michigan who shot at a sleepover, his dad's friend, his friend's dad leaves out uh, a number of guns, some of which um, are, are loaded, the kids are playing with them, the NRA um, um, lobbies hard and has been very successful in doing so in Michigan and other states to prevent there being any serious penalty for not locking up your guns. Um, his, uh, his friend is playing with a gun and he shoots uh, Tyler in the head. But then there's also Edwin, say Edwin Rahel in uh, Houston, a sweet kid, a bit of a ninny, really. Uh, and he has this really kind of quite lovely um, platonic relationship uh, with a woman on his block. Um, uh, she, she protects him. Um, they're over at his house. They're playing with the gun. They're playing with the gun and it goes off and he dies. Um, um, mm. But some, some of them I mean, the book is as much about how they lived as how they died. And so <laughs> there is that, too, that it is kind of like it's, it's <laughs> an awful lot of it is about Minecraft and soft drugs and yeah. and um, um, Call of Duty and, um, you know, yeah. kids well, being told to mow the lawn and coming back and the lawn's not mowed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's about yeah. American youth, but it's about a section of American youth that people often want to forget. Well, Gary, you know, uh, we're talking about your book, Another Day in the Death of America. Our guest is Gary Young. Um, I, I just want to just uh, diverge for just a brief bit as we're coming to the top of the hour. I know we're speaking to a primarily U.S. audience, particularly in uh, a, a New York audience, metro area New York audience. But how how are Americans perceived in in England, in Europe, 
you know, with all, as you, you mentioned initially, with uh, the guns and the lack of health care, how, how is this perceived in England? Well, there are some things that um, basically I would say quite affectionately, actually, with some amount of, uh, I mean, my wife is American and we're back in England now. My kids are American. There is a kind of, there will always be a kind of um, uh, cultural power that America uh, has that people really um, uh, do like. Um, th- there's a lot that is difficult to understand, and it's difficult mm-hmm. to understand unless you you get a sense of the structural issues. When you have the time to explain to British people, actually, they do want health care. All the polls show they do, mm-hmm. but when the seats are gerrymandered, yeah. you have a right. Senate set up the way it is, and there's all this lobbying, they don't get it. They actually do want uh, more background checks and things to control gun owners, but you know, structurally, uh, they're not going to get it. But the kind of there's a couple of interesting things in this particular moment where there is some kinship. So first of all, Trump, while he scares people, and there's been a significant decline in transatlantic, literally transatlantic traffic, people wanting to come here. Um, uh, with uh, Brexit, the way it played out, uh, and if we move beyond Britain with Le Pen and Geert in France and Geert Wilders in uh, Holland and the True Finns in Finland, the AFD in Germany, most European nations have their own version of Trump. Yes. Uh, so he is not, a, he, he is particularly American in his um, affect, but he's not particularly American as an expression of this political moment. But if you also look at France or uh, with Mélenchon, Britain, with Corbyn, Germany, De Linke, Syria and Greece, uh, uh, Portuguese, most European nations also now have their own version of Bernie Sanders. They have a version of some uh, uh, nascent and inchoate left response to neoliberal globalization that wasn't being addressed through uh, uh, mainstream channels. Some of them, like Corbyn or Sanders, are coming through established parties uh, for all that's good and bad about that. And some of them uh, are forming, you know, their own um, uh, expressions. But that uh, America looks far less foreign now than it has for quite a while. Wow. Well, Gary... Um, we are just about really out of time. I wanted to share with listeners that you are in town to receive the Lifetime Achievement Aronson Award, and that is something that is open to the public. The event tonight is at 6.30 p.m. at uh, Hunter College here in New York City. Listeners can find your work online on the Guardian website, Gary Young. It's Young with an E at the end. Please do Google him. This is There's no way that we could have done any justice to your body of work um, in such a brief period of time. Thank you so very much really appreciate uh, you being for here. joining us this morning. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. All the best.